welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. to you. You're beautiful for every situation. You're the joy of the whole earth. You're the keeper of our minds. You're the one whom we love. You're the one who cares for us. We've come because we need you today. Bless us now. Keep us. Protect us. Guide us. Guard our hearts. Guard our hearts with your word and we'll thank you and we'll praise you. You are the beautiful one and we adore you. We thank you. Praise you. Come on, give your God great praise. Somebody give our great God a great praise. A great praise, a great praise, a great praise, a great praise. A great praise. I hear clapping. I don't hear nobody's mouths. A great praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the one we can depend on. <laughs> he's the one we can depend on. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's worthy of all glory, of all honor, and of all of our praise. Isn't he beautiful? Strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Preach Jesus. Preach Jesus. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to, you may be able to withstand in the evil day having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore having fastened the belt of truth and having put on your weight, the, your, put on the breastplate, excuse me, of righteousness and as shoes for your feet having put on the readiness of given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the 
word of God, praying all at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for the saints. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There's a topic for this morning. We're continuing in our theme called Spiritual Things. And if our topic, our topic for this morning is be righteous. Be righteous. Be righteous. Look, somebody said be righteous. Be righteous. Last week we were telling the truth. This week we're being righteous. Amen. Amen. We've been talking about spiritual things for the last four weeks. For the first week was a week of demonstration, and uh, that was a time where Holy Ghost preached all by himself. Amen. Last week we had a, two weeks ago, excuse me, we had a conversation to help us understand that we are spiritual beings having a human experience and not human beings having a spiritual experience. And thus, because of that, it's our job to stand against what the enemy throws our way so that we can do everything we're designed to do to see God's kingdom advance in the earth through us while we're here. We talked about who our enemy is. It's not flesh and blood. We're not fighting against people. We're not fighting against any individual not fighting against our spouses. We're not fighting fighting against our co-workers. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. We are fighting against anything that has a spiritual component that is in opposition to the will of God for our lives. That's what we fight. We're fighting against everything that stands in opposition to the will of God for our lives, stands in opposition to the will of God for our families, and stands in opposition to the will of God for our church. We are fighting a spiritual battle, and as spiritual beings having a human experience, we need to know how to approach the battle that God calls us into. God has not raised any spiritual punks or wimps. God has not called any of us into the kingdom so that we can sit back and cross our little ankles, drink our sweet tea, and watch the battle rage around us. God has called us into the kingdom so that we can be warriors for Christ. I wish I had a church that would say amen. In our scripture reading this morning and for the next few weeks, it points us to the place where we are to get dressed for battle. Helps us to understand the clothes, the armor that God has called us to wear every single day because our battle is not just in seasons and in times, but you have no idea when you wake up what the enemy is going to throw. Hallelujah, I wish I had a church. Preach Jesus, I need you to preach. You don't know anything about what the enemy is going to throw your way. You may stub your toe and start saying words you don't need to be saying anymore. It's a spiritual thing. (laughs) Watch it. All right, now come on, let's go. He shares. He shares each piece of armor with us that we need to wear for our daily battle. He starts with the belt of truth. Talked about that last week. You got to tell the truth on yourself and on other people. Say amen, somebody. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. And today we're going to talk about the breastplate of righteousness talks about the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's the first um, offensive weapon. And then praying at all times in the spirit. 
Now, last week we learned about the belt of truth, right? Through our study of Jezebel, we learned about the belt of truth. We learned that Jezebel was Ahab's wife, and her sin was a sin of manipulation. Are y'all, y'all with me? Okay, we learned about Ahab's wife, Jezebel, Ahab's wife. And I want to call out just for a simple uh, communication that Jezebel, Ahab's wife, is different from the Jezebel in Revelation. Amen? We had a beautiful time in Bible study on Wednesday. Bible study is a great place for you to come with your questions and to ask them so that you can have a better, a more full understanding of the revelation of the word of God. And sometimes there are different, there are same names, but different people, right? We're talking about Jezebel Ahab's wife. Jezebel Ahab's wife, her sin was not sin of seduction. Her sin was a sin of manipulation, right? Okay. And so Ahab's wife, Jezebel Ahab's wife, um, her sin was a sin of manipulation. She was one who used what the influence that she had over people in authority to get what she wanted. And the result of her sin was that the people of God were pulled away from worshiping the one that created them. But our weapon to fight against manipulation is ah, truth. Our weapon to fight against manipulation is the belt of truth. Our weapon to fight against the sin of manipulation is the belt of truth. When we are led astray because someone is influencing us, because we get from them what we want from them, and we are led astray in our desire to forsake our God to get what we want in this earth, our weapon against that is to simply tell Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our weapon against being conformed to a lie that gives us what we want is to simply tell, thank you, I appreciate y'all. Tell the truth on yourself. Yes, I want that, but I want God more. Tell the truth. If you're going to fight manipulation, you've got to tell the truth on yourself but you've also got to tell the truth about the manipulator. Yes, they've studied you long enough to know what, in fact, you want. And they're using what you want against you to get from you what they want. And you've got to call that spirit out. You've got to call that spirit out, not the person. You've got to call the spirit out. So that when you call the spirit out, that manipulative spirit can be seen as the enemy. And what the enemy has meant for evil, God will turn it around and use it for your tell the truth. Tell the truth and be strong in truth. Don't be led away by a lie. Tell the truth. This is too much. Let's go. Let's go. Tell the truth. Manipulation was the sin of Jezebel. Manipulation was the sin of Jezebel. And our manipulation is fought. Manipulation is fought with truth. But saints, you can't have a Jezebel without an Ahab. We're going to be there for a minute. You can't have a Jezebel without an Ahab. If the sin of Jezebel was manipulation, then the sin of Ahab was abdication. Write it down, write it down. Abdication, A-B-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. If the sin of Jezebel was manipulation, 
using her influence over someone in authority, then the sin of Ahab was abdication, failure to fulfill his responsibility and duty. Abdication means that you have failed to fulfill, I will add, your God-given responsibility and duty. You can be manipulated all you want, but if you stand firm in your God-given responsibility and authority, the weapons of the manipulator will have no power. Oh, hallelujah. Hold on. They ain't going to have no power. They ain't going to have no power. They're not going to have any power. Ahab. Ahab was the king, not Jezebel. Ahab was the king. Ahab had responsibility for leading God's people. Ahab had responsibility for allowing the people and ensuring that the people stayed connected to their creator, God. Ahab was the one that was responsible for doing whatever God called him to do, no matter what it cost him. Ahab, not Jezebel, was the king of God's people. But you can't have a Jezebel without an Ahab. Jezebel gets a bad rep about all that she did to lead God's people astray. But if Ahab would have just stood in his rightful place as the king and the leader of God's people, hallelujah, I feel glory right there. If Ahab would have been praying and in a relationship with God or simply close enough to people around him that had a relationship with God that he could lean on. If Ahab would have stayed strong enough to do God's will, even though it would have cost him status with certain people in his life. If Ahab would not have abdicated responsibility to his wife Jezebel, he would have seen that what she was doing was leading God's people away from their God. Watch. He would have seen as the king that they were being led astray by, their, by her influence. He would have seen and he would have had a chance to cut that spirit off. He would have had a chance to cut that spirit off. Not the person. Not the person. He would have had a chance to cut the spirit but that spirit off. He would have been able to come against the sin of his wife. Woo. And he would have been able to help the people realize that God is a jealous God. God ain't going to have no other God. I'm preaching to myself maybe. I don't know. Is there a church in this room? God is a jealous God and he will have no other God before him. Ain't nobody going to be worshipped in the place of the one that created me. <laughs> Hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. But this sin, Ahab was the king. He had responsibility for ensuring that the people of God stayed connected with God, but he didn't do his job, saints. But this sin is not new to Ahab. The enemy's been fighting leaders in this way since the beginning of time. I believe there's a man and a woman by the name of Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis. I believe there is in the book of Genesis. Eve gets a real bad rap. 
But all that she did to lead the people of God astray. <laughs> she gets a real bad rep for leading the people of God astray. But if Adam would have done his job. Adam would have done his job as the one that was created by God and given the instruction. If Adam would have been praying and in a relationship with God or close enough, close enough, close enough, close enough, slow down, close enough to somebody that had relationship with God so that he would know God's will. If Adam would have stayed strong enough to do the will of God, even though it would have cut off his relationship with his wife. If Adam would have not abdicated responsibility to his wife, he might have gotten another one. Uh-oh. He would have seen that what she was doing was leading the people of God away from God, and he would have had a chance to cut that sin off. So that God would have allowed for us to be in pleasure forevermore. We wouldn't have had to wait for heaven. We would have had heaven right here. But if we fast forward even to today, we will see that the enemy has come against the men of God in our society to communicate and fight us in the same manner. The same devil, just a different color suit. <laughs> For generations, American culture has been systematically against the black family with all kinds of substances for us to abuse through the education, the prison pipeline, through the inability to get gainful employment with the divorce rate skyrocketing and the abandonment of children for whatever we decide is our reason. Black women get a bad rep for being strong leaders in our society. <laughs> But if our men would just stand in our rightful places as the leaders of our families, the men of God would be praying in a relationship with God or close enough, close enough to people of God that had relationship that would be able to lead us in the right direction. If men would have been, if we would be strong enough to do God's will, even though it might cost us status with certain people. If we as men would stop abdicating responsibility to anyone else that we think might be good enough to do the job that we have been called to do, then maybe, just maybe, the sin that is dividing our families, the sin that is dividing our communities, the things that are keeping us from everything that God has called us to do and to be. If men, if I, is there a man in, if I have an assignment, <laughs> oh, hi, uh, if I have an assignment, I need the men to stand up for me. First job that we have, first job, first job, where's it at? First job that we have, having done all, I know you fought a lot of things, but I need you to stand. I know you fought a lot of battles, and it's been hard for you, but I need you to... I know that the enemy is trying to take you out with everything that he has in his arsenal. 
But men of God, I need you to stand there for. Stand, 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 stand. The enemy doesn't want you to pray. The enemy doesn't want you to be on the corners to make sure that these women get to where they're supposed to be. But I need you. We need you to stand there for. Stand there for. Stop abdicating responsibility and authority to the women that can do the job but shouldn't be doing. They can do the job, but they wait, cut, brother. I need you to get up, right? And I know your baby's sleeping, but give it a son. They can do the job, but they're not supposed to be. Stand, stand, stand. Give them some rest. Let them sit down. Stand, stand, stand. Stand, therefore. Stand, stand in the place of prayer between the porch and the altar. Stand over your family. Stand over your family. Stand in prayer. Be watchful over God's word because as you stand, God's going to perform it. He's going to protect your house. He's going to keep your family. He's going to watch over what he's promised you as long as you. As long as you. It's the same battle but it's showing up the only way that we can fight this fight of abdication the only way that we can continue to be the ones that God has called to be in this world today is for us to be righteous the belt of truth is used to protect us to protect our private places from exposure so that we are not embarrassed then I will call out that the breastplate of righteousness is to protect our hearts from being pulled away from relationship with God. <laughs> the enemy doesn't really care about your family. The enemy cares about your relationship with God. And when you don't put on the breastplate of righteousness, the enemy is using your heart against you. He's using your desires against you to pull you away from what God has called you to in life and in love. But I dare you, every leader in this room, to say I will stand and be honest and I will stand and be righteous. Be holy and be righteous. For these are the keys to the kingdom. I don't know if there's anybody in this room that's been fighting. I know that there are, but I don't know if there's anybody in this room that's been fighting. I don't know if there's anybody in this room that's been fighting real hard to try to stay righteous. <laughs> You've been fighting real hard. <laughs> You've been fighting real hard to try to stay righteous. Fighting real hard to try to stay righteous. And the enemy is trying to catch you up. Not yet, not yet, not. Don't go soft yet. The enemy's trying to catch you up. Enemy's trying to catch you up in your own desired sin. You hear me? I said he's trying to catch you up in your own desired sin. You want what you want. He's trying to catch you up in your own desired sin. Your desires are going to lead you to your own death and demise. Is there one in the room or worshiping with us on social media that can say, yes, it's me. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You ain't got to be embarrassed. You ain't got to be embarrassed. We not, we, we're not going to pray softly through this. We're going to praise our way through this. We're going to praise our way through this. We're going to praise our way through this because what we're going to do is we're going to be ready for fighting. We don't fight lazily. 
we don't fight with oh Jesus thank you Lord we don't fight like that we say hallelujah to God be the glory great 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 if anybody's being led away by your own sinful desire your own your own your own your own you're not you're not allowing someone else to lead you astray you've abdicated responsibility for your own soul and you've given it to someone else and you're saying yes yes i want that i want that more than i want god in this moment just lift your hands to the lord both of them both of them lift your hands to the lord if you're in your house if you're in your kitchen if you're sitting on your bed if you're trying to figure out if you should pour your coffee or lift your hands choose lifting your hands choose lifting your hands choose lifting your hands now if you're lifting your hands stand on your feet for me stand on your feet because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against spiritual wickedness in high places and as you are reaching up into the sky to the high place I pray God by the power in your name that every high thing would be called under subjection to the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray that every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of you would come crumbling down by the power and by the mercy and by the anointing of God. Devil, you have no right. You have no rightful place in our homes. You have no rightful place in our praying saints. You have no rightful place in our families. You have no rightful place in our minds. You have no rightful place on our jobs. You have no rightful place in our church. We command you to go. Satan, the Lord rebukes you. Satan, the Lord. Satan, the Lord rebukes you. Satan, the Lord. The Lord rebukes you. The Lord rebukes you. The Lord rebukes you. Get out of their mind. Get out of their mind. Get out of their mind. The influence of the enemy will be no more in the name of Jesus. Now, if you receive it, I need you to praise him like you've lost every bit of your mind. Praise him like he's restored righteousness to you. Praise him like he's restored peace to your home. Praise him like he's restored your place in your praise him like you praise him. Praise him like you have it, not like you want it. Praise him like you have it. Praise him like you have it, not like you're waiting for it. I said praise Praise him like your kids aren't going to go the way you went. Praise him. Praise him like your, your family stayed. Praise him like your house is restored. And praise him, praise him, praise him. Praise him for your grandbabies. Praise him for your great-grandbabies. Praise him for these ones that are lost on the corner. Praise him that there will be no more deaths. Praise him, praise him. Praise the devil thought he had you. But thank God I got away. Thought he had me, but thank God I got away. I got away. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. And because I'm alive, I know there's more for me. There's more for me. There's more for me. There's more for me. The sin. The sin. What am I? What am I? <laughs> Hallelujah. The sin. The sin. The, the sin of manipulation is fought with truth. The sin of abdication. The sin of abdication is fought with righteousness. Do what's right no matter what the cost. 
Sin of abdication is fought with righteousness. It's going to cost you something to be righteous. But that's why God gives you the breastplate of righteousness. So that even though it costs you something, your heart won't be destroyed in it. Even though it costs you something, your heart won't be destroyed in it. It may break a relationship, but it won't break your heart. There'll be nothing between your soul and your Savior. The doors of the church are open. If there's one, hallelujah. If there's one, I'm good, I'm done. If there's one that's never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, now's your time, and today is your day. You've been manipulated into thinking that Jesus is not your Lord. You've abdicated responsibility for your soul to other people. I don't care who they were. It could have been the imam. It could have been the pastor. It could have been your grandma. It could have been your mother. It could have been your father. You have not taken responsibility for your own soul. You have not taken responsibility for your own soul. Each person has to work out their own soul's salvation. And that with fear and the trembling it's our job not their job i can say whatever i want but it's your job to work out your soul salvation and that fear and with trembling if you're not doing your job you haven't done your job start doing it now now is your time today is your day never accepted the lord jesus christ as your personal savior come now come now come now come now if you're on, if you're worshiping with us virtually let us know that it's you that wants to be saved. You've never accepted Christ. Just come. Come. Say it's me in the, in the, um, in the comments. And we'll look for you on YouTube or on Facebook. Yeah, we're on both now, y'all. Hey. Hey. We're on both now. On YouTube or on Facebook. More to come. Amen. Looking at the comments. If you, if you have a relationship with God or you had the past tense, a relationship with God, and you walked away from it, Come back home. Now is the time. Now is the time. You've allowed somebody, a manipulator, to pull you away from your relationship with God. It's time to come back home, y'all. It's time to come back home. If it's you, whether you're here in this room or you're worshiping with us virtually, come on back. Say it to me. I want to come back home. And if you need a church home, Church of the Redeemer Baptist is a great place to call home. Say amen, somebody. We're not going to always get it right, but we're always going to try to do our best. Amen. Amen. Not going to always get it right. We're always going to try to do our best. If any one of those are your call, if you want to be saved, if you want to come back home and be rededicate your life to Christ, or if you want a church home, Redeemer is a great place. Just come now. We offer Christ to you, oh, my brother. My sister, oh, he will give you brand new life, new life abundantly. Oh, come, come on, oh, 
Father God, you are the supplier of our needs. Accept the tithes and the offerings we present to you today. May they bring pleasure in your presence. May our sincere desire to be faithful stewards bring joy to your heart. Bless this time of giving in the name of Jesus and let the church say. There will be two offerings for communion today, our tithes and offerings and also our benevolence offering. If you're in the virtual campus, please follow the instructions on the screen. If you are in the sanctuary, please follow the guidance of the ushers. Thank you. 
1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 says, Paul speaking, for I received from the Lord what I passed on to you. The Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body. It is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Deacon Hawkins will pray for the friend. What a mighty, 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 mighty work God has done for us. He looked upon humanity and saw that there was a need, a great need. He saved us from our sins. What a mighty God we serve. He sent his only begotten son because he loved us so much, so deeply, that he shared his body for us. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you have done for us, Lord God. We thank you for making a way out of no way, Lord God. Only you could do such a thing, Lord God. Because you have all power in your hand. And we just want to glorify you, Lord God. We want to thank you, Lord, for all your blessings. But most of all, for saving us, Lord God, a wretched sinner as our sins. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's eat together. for my transgressions. Thank you for taking a beating for me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Deacon Lee Jones, our chairman, will pray over the cup. something about the shedding of the blood that, whew, that what he has done for us we didn't deserve it but he did and we thank you Lord we thank you for the blood that was shed Lord God we thank you for the covering Lord God we thank you for our new identity in you and we say thank you Lord God as we commune together we say thank you hallelujah amen drink together. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I know it was the blood for me. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died on the cross. I know it was. I know it was. I wouldn't be saved without the blood. I wouldn't be delivered without the blood. I wouldn't be free without the blood. I wouldn't be healed without Somebody say, I know it was the blood. Come on, everyone standing. We don't benedict on communion Sundays. We just go out singing hymns. Amen. Come on, let's sing. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died. 